Oh, no problem. Well, and Toby's out, so I'm sure y'all got a, yeah, a ton going on. <laughs> and, uh, the mean just cut us off from natural gas, so we got a backup propane, so yeah, I've got, got a lot of stuff going on. Cut you off with natural gas, does that affect the boiler mm -hmm. situation? We have a backup propane that we use. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, we first started uh, talking to you guys, I think we were looking at the boilers but realized the CNC boiler situation, that's who we would sub out the yeah. big high pressure boilers too anyway they're the best of the best that's their bread and butter and uh we got to talking i know you guys have worked with casey mechanical for a long time and uh probably a long-term relationship there and i asked if they were if you guys were cousins or something or <laughs> just <laughs> before we get too far along you know yeah, sometimes yeah. it's good to ask that but, yeah. uh, you know i i've got a couple photos and things to show and, and share. I know we, I don't know how much you know about Total Comfort, um, been around for 47 years, and we're right down the road here in West Columbia. Um, you know where the Lowe's and Highway 1 is? There's a frontage road right there. We've been in, been there for a long time. But uh, as we were, st uh, as uh, Steve and I were talking, we were talking about the cooling tower being a critical part of your operation and. I know Toby was saying that when that goes down, it messes up the whole production. Yeah. So, so that really was what spurred further conversation. Uh, we're much more than just changing belts and filters and uh, really focus on commercial industrial manufacturing facilities. So it's uh, a little bit about the background. I, I, I do have a couple things to show here that just kind of Let's run through this. A quick agenda, you know, as far as objectives go, we talked about a couple things with Steve and I'd love to share with you. We did a physical assessment, so we walked around and took some serial numbers and model numbers and some photos of things. The financial assessment, one of the things that separates uh, our franchise we're a part of is that we do a really help you guys dial in what are your owning and operating costs uh, from a building performance standpoint. I don't have numbers, I don't have past invoices or anything like that, I don't have energy costs, but I've got some round numbers that I came up with that we can kind of you know, look at further if it makes sense. And then a recommendation, based on what we saw from the physical assessment, I've got a recommendation to share with you guys. And then this co-authoring a scope, That's I'm not coming here today with a, an agreement. Mm -hmm. It's really about, hey, does this, let Toby do this part, we do this part, is there, is there a solution that we can co-author um, and then agree upon the next steps? We're, uh, as far as the objectives, you know, minimizing the downtime, that was the crucial thing that we talked about as far as the number one objective. Uh, increasing the reliability of the coolant tower and the efficiency of the coolant tower. Um, there's more to it than just changing the belt and making sure that the motor runs. Yeah. Uh, Shoring up all the other HVAC equipment. I know you've got other outbuildings that I'd like to talk about. I'm not sure if those are in the scope of what you guys are, are, are looking to do right now. I know Casey takes care of all that right now, but that's part of this verification meeting is to verify what, what's in the scope and what's out in the scope. And then uptime and reliability. So minimizing the admin time, that's Steve's time, the headaches of having to deal with these downtimes. Then 
Toby's involvement. If he's not having to worry about this, can he be doing something more productive toward production? And then reducing the increase in utility costs. You mentioned that you just got cut off the gas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's three different programs that we offer, and I'd, I'd like to show this up front just so we can talk about them as we go forward. Um, the full coverage program, and I've got some, uh, this little one pager to show you guys. I like to get the cost out of the way up front just so we can talk about other things. I think I want to use two, Steve, just give me one second. So the three different programs, the full coverage program is what we're uniquely offering. There's not, not a, any other companies out there in this area that are offering a full coverage program. Based on our franchise, we're able to cover things like compressors uh, if they go out, motors if they go out. That's all a part of the full coverage program. You're able to budget, you know what it's going to be. If a big compressor goes out, it's not going to be a $10,000 bill. Uh, the the middle uh, package there, the middle program is where we still do all the PMs. Once a quarter, we come out, test and inspect everything, uh, clean the coils. But if, if there's service calls or, or, or parts break, normally we'll just bill you for that at the normal rate. Like you're, That's probably what you're used to. Uh, most folks get that right now. They have, a, they have a PM plan, but as things break down, they just... I have to get it repaired and then the good package is where we will come by test and inspect everything once a quarter change the filters like normal but as things need to be cleaned we'll recommend it and quote it for you as things break down we'll provide a quote just three different packages that are normally what we offer and then we have a custom program where to throw all that out the door and we can customize things where we just focus on a chiller or just focus on a cooling tower things like that. Now I've got some photos that'll help show some of this. So as far as the cooling tower goes, I wanted to show, uh, this is a list of the manufacturing folks that we work with. All of these guys have cooling towers. Um, I put you guys in the category of manufacturing and industrial, just to kind of show you some of the folks that we deal with here. but. These are the photos that I found. Um, you know, it, the buildup and the the foam is definitely affecting the, the efficiency of the coolant tower here. This, if that's not cleaned on an annual basis, it's going to drive up energy costs. It's going to cause the pumps and motors to have to work overtime. Um, and, and, and I didn't get all up in there. This is basically just what you can see on the outside. Toby did let me get inside and look at the the fan motor on the inside, but I didn't, you know, take things apart or anything. This is just a survey. But the cooling tower being the most critical part of your operation for production, that I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware that it it, it would definitely increase your likelihood of it not breaking down if we we got that on a PM program. Uh, you know, damage to the cooling tower fill. That fill, as it starts to break down, uh, the metals, it could definitely cause problems. Increased corrosion. 
I know this is a small font, but this is the cooling tower checklist that I, I showed you the other day. Um, you know, those, it's more than just a belt and more than just a, um, a motor. There's a lot of steps that we like to check off once a quarter. If you see the C, that means before the, the cooling season. You'll see other, other checklists we have that we do before the heating season, but mm -hmm. it's really about uh, talking with Steve, you know, when can we shut down to make sure that we're not messing up production? And, and he was able to share with me like the first week of August into July, that's when Volvo seems like there's a break. And then uh, December 20th through the January 3rd seemed like a good time to do this. But if, you, if, if we don't have a shutdown, it's going to shut us down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, moving on past the cooling tower, this is the chiller. So there was some carbon buildup on this contactor here. Not sure if that was... We didn't take anything apart, but we're not sure if that was uh, from fuses or something going out. You know, there was a it was installed 2020. It looked like so it seemed like it was pretty new to have carbon built up on that already. Uh, this is the unit up there behind the operations office. I think it's called the operations office. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if that fell under us. That, uh, they, they take care of that and set up the maintenance program or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick question. Why? Almost 75 is what he's got on there now. Went a little too far under. Yeah, well, let's just, let's just let him go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. I can wrap it up here. But you know, the insulation is missing on that. It's causing it not to be as efficient. Um, and these are minor compared to the cooling tower, but that's a picture of the chiller. And these two Lieberts here, I've got some some photos on. When it comes to the chiller, uh, there's a lot that needs to be done with that chiller that I don't, I'm not sure is being done. We didn't, because it was running, we didn't take anything apart or take any panels off or, you know, to look at it. But uh, I don't think I've shown you this, but this is yeah. what we're normally doing on a regular basis with the, the chillers. These Lieberts, they're pretty old. Um, but little things like making sure the insulation's on there, see it's falling off there, making sure that's on there will definitely help that lab in the summertime when the cooling is needed. The coils, the dirty coils cause the compressors to work overtime. Um, that's one of those, if we're not careful, that's gonna cause it to wear out and not last as long as it should. You know, We should get about 15 years out of those. Um, and, I, and you're pushing that life expectancy right now with those. I couldn't tell how old they were <laughs> based on the serial numbers. There were no serial numbers on it. Uh, so I don't know where we are on that. Yeah, it's been back a while ago if we did. Probably early, early teens, 12, 10, 11. Yeah. Hmm. So about 10, 10, 10 years, years yeah. When I ran the numbers, I, I used 10 years as the average based on all the serial numbers I could find. I used 10 years as the uh, where you're at right now. And, mm -hmm. and we say normally between 12 and 15 years in the southeast is what we're looking at for life expectancy on these. Sometimes cooling towers can be closer to 10 years if they're out in the elements and not taken care of mm -hmm. properly. But uh, this one is right out here. Uh, they've got two. Uh, Instead of cleaning the coil, 
they replaced this emergency, we call that an emergency uh, motor. But if they don't clean the, these coils in the back of them, it's gonna go out again. Uh, so I just wanted to emphasize, instead of just, most people, let me just pause for, pause for two seconds. So most of the companies that we run into out there, they sign folks up for a low ma maintenance agreement and they make their money when the dinner bell rings, when service calls happen. Mm -hmm. uh, our approach is totally different. We like to put the labor in on the front end with the PM agreement and don't want service calls to happen. Yeah. Uh, and so by just changing this out, I mean, they're making money every time they come out. Our recommendation is if we, did, if we clean these coils, then we can keep it from going out. If we fix the insulation, it's causing that compressor to not have to work overtime. Um, this is another side view of it. And the other unit had the same situation going on. This wasn't as obvious. Uh, this was a, a different unit. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, I think that is a zoomed in view there. As far as the split systems go, this is the checklist for the split systems. You know, it's more than changing filters. That's, what, that's the main thing I want you to see. I think you're getting filter changes. I didn't see any filters that needed problems or needed to be changed, which is good. Um, but that's about all that's happening. There are things that need to be done before the heating season. These are over there. I think they call that the transportation office or um, the small building over there. Yeah. What do you call that? Branch. The branch. Okay. Those are behind your office or behind their office. There, the coals are pretty dated, or I mean, dirty all the way around. When the leaves get piled up there, it's, it's real easy for the leaves to get piled up and that's just causing the compressor to work more than they need to. And again, I don't know if that's in the scope of your operation or not, yeah. but I thought it was important to point out that those were pretty caked and I don't think they've been cleaned in years. Um, well, they even have a service program on their stuff down there or not. That's what I was telling you, divisions here and we all fall under different this belt's just flapping okay and this is up in here up in this little crawl space um, I, I could show you the belt but it um, but I don't want to take up too much more time but it's, it's just flapping up there and you know loose belts reduce the airflow we like to laser line the belts um, we install them, change them manually. If they need to be changed or not, we change them manually. But that's going to help the flow in the office area for sure. Um, that's the lab. Oh, is that the lab? That's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's right, because those two are the office that's areas. That's that big unit that's outside. Um, and it, it also had a real dirty pan, so why is that important? The, the pan's going to clog up the overflow and the condensate drain if it overflows it's going to clog up the drains uh, that, that's just standard things that normally need to be cleaned out when we're doing the pm you know nobody really gets up there and crawls around <laughs> except guys like us but there were some it, some electrical concerns up there i like to just categorize these things as workmanship we've got parts and belts and things just kind of left up there um, i would i would i would try to get those pushed up there I don't know if that was from a repair recently or if it's just from install, but it's out of sight, out of mind. Nobody really sees yeah. it. Uh, but, but the coil was a concern. 
uh, normally when you take the filter out, you can get it, get a photo of of the in, inside coil. Um, same same concerns there. That's been several years since it's been cleaned. That it's really causing those compressors to work overtime. It's going to drive up the emergency repairs in June when it when it goes out. Right. Uh, right here in the office, there was a kink in that. You kind of got a, it's a tough spot. That unit really needs to be flipped because there's not a good way to service it. I don't know if you've ever seen them up there service it or not. I've seen them. Yeah. It's a, you got to move the desk or something. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I just wanted you to be aware because if that condensate is actually folds over and completes the clog, then it's going to not drain that, that condensation in August when it's pumping like crazy. Right. Uh, and then lastly, this, uh, this is just a visual to try to show the three different programs. Um, the full coverage is, is where everything is included. The a better program, it, we'll still come out and test and inspect everything at, at once a quarter, do all the PM, but as things need to be repaired or there's trouble calls, that's simply on on you guys and then uh, the other program is just test and inspect once a quarter and we'll come out and uh, build it for things but just repair it needed that, that's right this is a little financial analysis I know the numbers are small um, but what I did was show I took the equipment replacement. So if you were to take all the equipment right now and add it up, it comes out to $996,000 worth of equipment that you guys have with the cooling tower, the chillers, all of the, um, I mean that cooling tower's like a 200, 200 some ton cooling tower. Right. Uh, replacement cost for all that right now is about $3,000 to $3,500 a ton. With the equipment being 10 years old, you, you, you got about five years left. So we took that replacement cost over five years and said, you guys probably need to be squirreling away 160 grand because it's going to go out eventually uh, from, from a capital planning standpoint. If we do proper PMs, we believe we can get an extra five years of life. So extend that 15 year out to 20 year and really get a little bit more out of it and drop that 160,000 down to about 31,000 a year that would be smart for you guys to squirrel away for capital replacement. Energy, I put 5,000 a month. I don't know how much you guys spend on energy. Do you have any ballpark on that? 10,000. 10,000? 10, 20,000 with the net gas. Okay. So if we double that, yeah. <laughs> um, based on what I saw with the coils and everything, I, I estimated $6,200 from savings from just 20% of that efficiency being improved. Uh, we normally see between 10 and 30% efficiencies from cleaning the coils. Uh, contracted services, I know you got you have a PM program right now. Most of the, most of the time we're seeing competitors come in around this price because they get you in on the low end and then make the money on the back end. So I just put 7,000 as a, as a ballpark figure there. 
Is that too high? Is that, is that about right? Okay. Uh, parts and materials. I know Toby was telling me he had a motor that he's keeping on standby. Mm -hmm. Those kind of things. A lot of times we find folks like you have a closet full of <laughs> spare parts and spare pulleys and spare belts. That's, that's where that thousand dollars came from. Just a ballpark in-house staff admin that's you and toby's time if you had to deal with 10 invoices you both probably had to sign off on it that's a hundred dollars a piece uh, that's where the thousand dollars came from there but the, the the real thing here that i can't put a dollar to is lost productivity so how you know how much does it cost when you guys go down with production when that cooling tower goes down is it a day you're down is it three days you're down <laughs> Generally, is it two, is it two is hours? A day, you know? you, the worst case scenario would probably be a day, maybe two at the most, depending you know, as long as that motor is the big thing. Sure. And, you know, if it goes down, then, you know, like I told you, we had to get a crane out here the last time to swap that motor out. Can't just call them to come right away, can you? <laughs> no. So it's, um, you know, it, it could be expensive for us to be down, especially when, you know, we have very little downtime to spare. Is that a ten thousand dollar day or twenty thousand dollar day? Probably more than that. Yeah. Lost productivity. Yeah. Pump gold here. Well, yeah, I know. And you do it twenty four seven. Major repairs and service calls. I don't have those bills, but we like to look at the last three years and say, hey, if you could pull the last three years of major repairs um, and service calls, are, are we seeing trends? You know, I had one company that was $5,000 three years ago, $8,000 and then $11,000 so we could see you know trend line on major repairs. It, national average is 3% of the total equipment cost. I put a ballpark in there, 29,000. Uh, if, you, if you take the, the best program of the $23,000 a year, you're still coming out to a positive 143 grand when we look at the whole big picture here uh, there's a lot to owning and operating costs <laughs> that we like to look at to really and I, I, I'd love to dial that in if you want to share with me some P&L numbers I just plug it in there it's not going to affect my numbers yeah. either way but yeah I can, um, I can probably do that but they uh, sometimes it's beneficial to yeah I mean that's um, what the got experienced staff. I mean, because like I said, when we down. The thing about Casey is they got some a couple guys there that we know are gonna come. They know our equipment. They know that they can get it running or sure. and comes what's wrong in a short short period of time. So I mean, I, I would expect y'all have the same quality of people and just you know I don't know what you Basically, how long they stay there or how long you know if you have a high turnover and great question yeah. So our, our average is, uh, we just had a guy retire with 30 years. <laughs> um, we've been in business 47 years. All those manufacturing facilities there, make sure we have the qualified folks as well to, to, to do the chillers and the boilers. And the, we don't do high pressure boilers, but we do chillers and low pressure boilers, uh, cooling towers. So there are guys that are certified for that. And, and, and that's a great question because I'm sure you've seen a lot of folks are we just have not qualified. To we have, we have, our turnovers increased dramatically just because of pain. It's hard to find people to work. 
and the know-how. I mean, they just they don't even have the common sense to, to train. Mm -hmm. So we have a very hard time filling our open positions. And, uh, and like we said, it's important for us to keep running. So we we want to make sure whoever's in here can keep us running. Absolutely. And I think certainly made this program like you're showing is um, will help uh, minimize the breakdowns for sure. So. It's definitely something that I want to look at and drill down to and see what uh, what we can do and uh, talk with Steve and Toby and you know come up with uh, what what we think we can do. Um, and we just signed up uh, school district five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so b before that really gets going, we'd like to get you guys in before the middle of the summer yeah. it, when we are wide open it, it, it's, it's ideal to get things that need to be cleaned and dialed in before uh, if you want to get in now it's time to get in kind of thing is what yeah. I'm trying to say yeah. before we Absolutely. do I mean, Dutch Fork High School and Irmo High School and all those yeah. schools yeah. Something in the summer so it's uh, especially right here everybody's here is critical but um, and we normally just so you know we normally start the agreements the first of the month as far as billing purposes go, we don't like to start them randomly in the middle of the month, yeah. so it wouldn't be anything like a. So we get a free month. We normally start like a March first kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but uh, that's fine. Um, and like I said, Toby, I think Toby's you will be here next week. Yeah, this week. I'll be here. Toby should be here all week. So we, we'll sit down. We'll uh, I'll send him an invite. We'll sit down and get some talk it over and see what we want to do. But like I said, I. Uh, Dependability is one thing, and you know, but I think if you do all the maintenance, then it should, mm -hmm. like I said, minimize the breakdowns, and uh, you know, it's and the cost um, justifies itself. I know, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Finley House over in Five Points. There's a, it's a senior living facility, but they had the same concerns about technicians, and um, they wanted because they had been burned before. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a little 15 minute meeting, introductions meeting, where I introduced them to the two technicians that would be their, their primary. We like to have a primary and a secondary devoted to your facility so that if the, if the primary is on vacation, the secondary would be the one that calls, that comes, so that every time, and that's good for Toby and good for you because you're not having to train everybody. A new person every time there's a yeah. problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got a dedicated guy that knows all your systems and knows where what he did last time. There's not a lot of finger pointing on. Right. He did this last time. He didn't do that. Uh, that's our part of our model. Uh, and you want to make sure people. Uh, I'm sure they would. But. What are your thoughts on the scope? I mean, are, are you considering those two other buildings? Is that part of no, something? No. no. Okay. No. I was going to say that. The building up with all the pine straw stuff up there. Yes, sir. Uh, that, top, that one's not included. And there's two down there. Okay. That's not included. Um, Can I revise this? The one thing that, that, we didn't, that I didn't see included on there, and y'all probably didn't have access to it, was the two units on top of the break room, which would be included. Yeah, we need those. In no, there. those are in there. They are? Yes, sir. And, and this is a, your equipment list. I've got this. To, I was going to show you. But, um, the equipment inventory, they're right here. The locker room. Okay, see, so I did get access okay, to it. Okay, good. Yes, sir. Right. And I just didn't know that it was worth showing your time. <laughs> Based on the time, this is your filter schedule. I know exactly how many filters need to go where. Um, and, and the reason why we have this equipment inventory, just real quick, is there's a lot more I, I have to put into uh, 
this equipment system, all the different motors and fans, because these are all the different things that can go out. Um, mm -hmm. and, and those require labor and hours and, and parts and materials. So when we're pricing this thing, it, you know, based on our, our, our franchise pricing model, we get the model numbers and the serial numbers and put it in here and it, it spits out a price. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not like I'm out there shotgunning yeah. you know, from the hip. Well, I knew it was some kind of actuary thing. Exactly. Uh, Link Service in, in 1989, Total Comfort bought into a franchise that's called Link Service. And there's 150 contractors around the country that are a part of this. Um, they had to vet us pretty well to make sure we're going to be a part of the franchise. But just like buying a Chick-fil-A franchise, it comes with all the processes and yep. procedures and recipes. Yep. Yep. So we know labor hours and we know checklists and we know what has to be done to make sure it's going to run. Because our primary model is that full coverage program. That's what most of our companies are, are signed up with. And so we don't make money when things go down. <laughs> but our model's different. Yeah. I'll see some things in there that, you know, we're definitely going to have to discuss. So. Yeah, the area of service. Which, what was the major area of concern? Well, for you? you know, I really think that the coal should be cleaned as many times as they come out here. I can't believe the coals haven't been cleaned. Yeah, that picture you got your hand on right there is a concern. With the wires in there. The wire. Yeah. I saw your safety record on the wall there. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I showed you that. Because yeah. uh, you don't want to get somebody up there that doesn't know, doesn't pay attention, and gets his head on that box. Yeah. That's right above it. That's my guy's head right there. You can see it's right above right. his head. Yeah. Little things like that. I appreciate your time. I know oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know you guys have mind. wide open on a Friday like this. But, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, we'll be in contact. Um, probably next week sometime let you know something. Yeah, I think so. Cool. I think everybody should be here next week. Yeah. The vacation season hadn't started yet, so. Yeah. I'm supposed to go to a continuing education uh, on, thir on Thursday and Friday. Next week. I'll reach out on Wednesday, just check in That's with right. you. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be all right. And I will revise this and, and take those off. Okay. That's okay. All right. Yeah. I can send you a revised blow, model. I guess blow $1,000 there. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, at least. <laughs> Mind if I take that back? You need that also? I normally don't let, a, let our client list out too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zeus is had known out there. That out My there boss wouldn't be too happy with that. <laughs> is Zeus had known out there at, um, they had known all the time. God, man, you know, coming home from Charleston the weekend, and um, I looked over there, I was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, God damn, man. Oh yeah, it was a big old, beautiful building. Yeah. So, so that's what is pharmaceutical. What is that? Yes, sir. They make uh, small, fine tubes that, that go into implants. Okay. Like little vital-looking uh, flexible tubing that go into like I don't know exactly, but I think it's like pacemaker kind of thing. Okay. Like just very. It, it's like talking about breast implants. Yeah, 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 but, uh, but that's talk about a situation where it's critical for climate control there that's they're the number one place where it's if it's it messes up the whole plastic operation yeah. with DAX out they do a lot of plastic on the DAC as well yes sir do you? Uh, a, a Kumatsu and Koyo and uh, but DAC does a lot of, my father on grandpa 
retired from Eastman. It was Eastman before it was back. So. I had a little solar business prior to working with Total Comfort. I, I was installing solar panels on houses and businesses and did that for five years and I realized instead of putting 100 panels on your business, if I could get by with putting 80 panels and dial in the heating and air conditioning like it's supposed to be working efficiently, you know, what if we could put 80 panels up there instead of 100? Yeah. So I, I dove in head first to uh, learn all I can about building performance and that's kind of, I've been there about eight, eight months with Total Comfort. Uh, good. We got 100 technicians uh, across the state, Greenville, Charleston. Charlotte. Uh, Good deal. Yeah, hey, thanks very much for your time. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you. We'll be back to meet you. Yes, sir. You have to have a card on your thing. Like I told them yesterday, the card stacks get low. They don't get plenty of cards no more. So. <laughs> That's great. So we'll, uh, Thank you. Yeah, you have a good day, good weekend, and we'll uh, see you next week. Sounds great. Right. Cold, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you, man.